Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Home and Beyond podcast, where we talk about everything regarding homes. We talk about real estate, organizing, cleaning, decorating, and so much more. We are your hosts, Meredith and Kara. Kara is an expert real estate agent licensed in the state of Pennsylvania, and I am her creative assistant, Meredith. Thank you so much for joining us today. Grab yourself a cup of coffee and enjoy today's episode with us. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of To the Home and Beyond. I'm Meredith. And I'm Kara. Or Caredith. <laughs> Our couple name. I'm obsessed with it. Okay, so what's something fun you did in your house this past week, Kara? So it's been nice out. So yeah. I've been trying to do more stuff outside since, you know, we are supposed to be spending 30 minutes outside. Right. So yesterday I decided, oh, it's nice out. I really don't have much to do, mm-hmm. like waiting for kids to get home, whatever. Might as well do yard work. Mm-hmm. So I'm, again, you know, as I've said before, I'm really trying to not use harsh chemicals on everything. Mm-hmm. And I Googled, because what what is life without Google? Amen. Um, I Googled some natural weed killer. And so I made my own weed killer. I'm not sure if it worked <laughs> because... <laughs> course i woke up this morning and everything's wet so yeah. i don't know if it worked or not okay. but it's um hot water a cup of a cup of um white vinegar okay a cup of table saw salt and like a teaspoon of like dish soap oh okay and then you put in a spray bottle shake it all together and then you go outside and you just attack the weeds where you don't want them now nice. i will say though if it's for your driveway or like a walkway mm-hmm. that's best because you don't want to put salt somewhere where you have other stuff growing because growing, oh. it will kill everything. Oh, okay. So I use the salt for my walkway and my driveway because I have dandelions just oh, freaking yeah. everywhere right yeah. now. And so we'll have to do an update to see if it works. Yeah. But I I mean, it, it wasn't terrible. Yeah. So wait, what were the ingredients again? It was wa- hot water. Hot water. Wait, distilled vinegar. Mm-hmm. Salt, salt, and dish soap. Dish soap. Okay, awesome. Yeah, I, we have a few dandelions in our house, so I will have to spray some of that yeah. on it. I wouldn't put it like in your yard either. Okay. Might kill the grass. Yeah, so. yeah. Okay. What um, did you? What What did you do? You so did something. I. <laughs> so there's in my office. There's these two bookshelves that are on either side of the window, and because they're so, my husband got them before or we got married, and they're technically beautiful pieces of furniture, but they seem out of place if there's like, so basically during Christmas, I've had a garland like going from the middle, from the window, like above it, draping on either side oh, that's to, pretty. The, to each um, bookshelf. And it really, I don't, it almost like pulled the room together, but obviously that was a temporary decor decoration right. because it's Christmassy and wintry. So I was kind of racking my brain for what I could do. And I was thinking like, oh, I could do like a summer garland. But those don't always look right. And they also Mm -hmm. are, weirdly enough, kind of expensive for what you're getting. Mm -hmm. And like some of them look really beautiful and they're totally worth the money. So I was thinking about it and I was definitely like, okay, this might really work. But then I realized growing up or back when in high school, an easy decoration I would do is basically create like a, like, have you heard of bunting? Yes. Okay. So basically I did that, but I just like, it's not with fabric. I think traditionally it's with fabric. Mm -hmm. So I just did it with like um, construction paper and that kind of thing, or like scrapbooking paper. And I just did it with different shades of green and I made it like, I did two of them. So it's actually 
just not like it, it just is so cheerful and it really worked out well and it didn't take super long like I was ready for it to take like not like I don't know just several hours and it just didn't take as long as I thought it was going to but it's just like really cheerful and it just makes me smile every time I walk into the room so I really Aww. like that yeah um I'll make Meredith post on Instagram because it is really really cute <laughs> yes it's adorable it, it reminds me like yours is like the the adult version of like the one banner that yeah. people people get for their kids to put yeah. on their high chairs but yeah. yours is like the trendy adult like, yeah version of it it's, it's also adorable. like it's also very cost effective because that's another thing is like sometimes it's hard to like I'm tentative to like buy stuff that's just trendy and then like in a year it goes out of style and I spent good money on something that just doesn't look right anymore and we've talked about like doing stuff that like makes us happy not Mm -hmm. just like in style so it's one of those things that like again cost effective it's pretty it's cheerful and if I really don't like it in a few months what it was maybe ten dollars ribbon paper right and my time and you're a very creative person like you're like a true artist so I'm sure it wasn't like a chore for you to make it, it wasn't either. no <laughs> she's like i enjoyed every second i did kind of make it's kind of fun to like make a little system out of stuff because i'm like i had like all my paper i had like the the my stencil and just kind of you just make make a system and it was a lovely saturday and it just and honestly any of those projects depending on the project sometimes it's like draining to work on especially if it doesn't turn out the way you want it to but sometimes it's more just like you feel very satisfied at the end of it because you're like oh i made that yeah yeah yeah. And if people ask you, you'd be like, oh, I made that. I made that. <laughs> no biggie. <laughs> okay. Let's so dive this, into real estate. This week, the question is, what is a settlement date? Now, the settlement date is like the greatest date ever. <laughs> it is the day, if you were a buyer, that you close on that house, you get the keys, it is officially yours. You sign the <laughs> deed, you paid all the money. You it's can, yours, baby. It's yours. You can... <laughs> move in you can tear it down you can paint you can do whatever Smash you want to it. Down. yeah you can yeah i mean it's yours paint that now bitch. if you're a seller also a great date <laughs> because that bitch is no longer your responsibility <laughs> you no longer have to pay taxes on it you no longer have to pay the insurance on it and you got some money from it <laughs> so it's the best date <laughs> it's the best date settlement date is like the greatest day ever so yeah, you said it's also called the closing date. It's clo- also called the closing date. So settlement date and closing date, same thing. Yep. Um, I was mentioning this to you the other day. If I hear, especially like when trying to learn something, if I hear one word for it, something, I memorize it. I'm like, that's what this means. But if it shows up as something else, like again, settlement and closing, people are going to be like, "That's that makes sense. Those are basically the same word. And I'm like, no. I can't find the word closing on the document. And you're yeah. like, it's not called close. Like, it's not called a close date, Meredith, on the document. It's called a settlement date. And I'm like, so oh, yeah. yeah. So the title company is going to call it a settlement date. Yes. On the sales agreement, it's going to say a settlement date. The lender will call it settlement date or closing date because where the closing comes from is if you're closing that loan process okay. because you have the clear to close. That alone is Makes sense. approved, done, done, done. You are now paying. <laughs> 30 years, baby. Yeah. 30 years. You it's got a great it. day, except you're now on the hook for paying a lot you're, of money. I mean, now you just have taxes and insurance yeah. and mortgage and a house to take care of and like all that fun adulting stuff. Yeah. yeah. But it is fun. Yeah. It is fun being a homeowner. It really is yeah. because you can make something your own. Mm-hmm. You don't have to get permission Mm-mm. and you don't have to worry about like, Oh my gosh, my command strip just took a huge chunk of paint off the wall. You don't have to worry about somebody being like, well, I'm going to keep your security deposit for that when it's like, 
well, I can just paint it. Nope. I want your security deposit. <laughs> I have a perfect story about that. So I was, was in college. I lived in this apartment with several other girls and one got one time so I had bunting in my little apartment as well like it like brightened up that little space I had so I had so little space but it like looked beautiful but anyway I had taped it just tape just tape to the ceiling to like just complete it I didn't think about it at all but then someone came by to like change something like uh with like the company or whatever and they saw it and apparently it was a fire hazard so I had to move it and I was furious because i was like what the like i was like <laughs> and my roommates were like calm down Meredith, just move it and i just was like so it's one of those things of like you can you can do you can do whatever you want you can tape stuff to the ceiling because yes. i'm like like i was like sitting there like how is that a fire hazard i just moved it to like the walls yeah. and it was fine and i'm like how does the it's it's fine it's fine but you can do whatever you want in your own house yeah and just have also you could you don't have to tape stuff to the ceiling if you do you think that's a fire hazard then, then you, don't you, do that don't do that so, but you can like you do that because it's your house right so you can do whatever you want because yeah you own it because you, you can be like Meredith that is a really bad fire hazard I can't believe you even thought about doing that like your house is gonna burn down because you're doing it right now um you it's your house so you can do whatever you want yeah. my house <laughs> do what I want in my house all right let's talk about COVID and inventory. Mm -hmm. When I say inventory, I mean houses. Yeah. <laughs> and when I say that there's no houses, there's no houses. <laughs> like, where are all the houses for sale? They're there. They're just this not for sale. His, it is historic inventory crisis in real estate. Mm -hmm. That there are, for a first time in a very, 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 very long time, there are more buyers than there are homes for sale. That doesn't make my job easy. Nope. Um, <laughs> and I understand yeah. why people don't want to list because they're like, well, where am I going to go? There's yeah. nothing out there. Yeah. Question. When was the last time it was a seller's market? Do you know? I'm more just curious. When the housing, housing bubble. Housing bubble. Okay, Kara. So another question. How many homes should someone see before deciding to buy one? Well, I can't tell you like an exact number, mm -hmm. but I can tell you my rule of thumb, mm -hmm. which is I would like you to at least walk through three before making up your mind. Um, it's good to get a feel for what you really want. Like the first showing I usually end up, I go to with buyers, I end up getting, you know, you can email me a list of criteria mm -hmm. and like your wish list or your needs list or must have list. Mm -hmm. But until I am face to face with you and we walk through a property and I see your body language and your mm. facial expressions and, you know, things that you, the little things that you're really into, mm -hmm. then I can get a feel for if you're going to like something or not. And that's why I think three is probably like my magic number because mm -hmm. the first one's like, think of it as a date. <laughs> okay. So the first one, it's like, we're get you know, small talk, getting to know each other. The second one, you feel a little bit more comfortable by saying like, no, I don't want that. <laughs> and then the third one, it's like, okay, yeah, I like this one a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, let's get more into like the meteor conversation of what do I do now? Mm -hmm. Or do you think that I should continue looking? And I will always ask somebody if this is supposed to be a primary residence, do you see yourself living here? Mm -hmm. Does this place feel like home? And if both of those questions are yes, then we make an offer. 
So question, um, if now, obviously this isn't totally the case um, right now, because as you said earlier, inventory is just really low. If someone, let's say they look at three houses and their expectations were too high or something. And then by the third house, they realized that the first or the second house actually was what they wanted. Um, Does that happen or did the boat sail or, okay. Absolutely. I mean, and again, in this market, like I'm saying in like pre COVID, that was like our, that was my strategy. It was Mm -hmm. like, let's go look at at least three houses before Mm -hmm. you make your decision. Now it's like, you better look at that house online like 7 million times, like drive up those Zillow views and then t- like, let's look at the virtual tour about 300 times mm-hmm. and then let's walk through it. And then let's hope that we can throw an <laughs> offer in and it's still good enough. Because we had, we had a few people or you guys had a few people who bought houses without even walking yes. through them this mm-hmm. year. Yeah. yeah. So this is like an abnormal year Absolutely. for some of yeah. these rules. So a lot of, yeah, the sight unseen offers are. And that's the term I forgot about. A little. You're learning. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here to teach. Um, <laughs> I totally lost my train of thought. Oh, Brain sight pop. unseen. Oh, sight unseen. Um, yeah. So some people are considering like a virtual tour, their first walkthrough. Oh, okay. Like we had somebody that I had posted a virtual tour on Facebook, like mm-hmm. right before it was listed, like just as like a sneak peek. Mm-hmm. And we had an offer as soon as it went active last summer. Oh my gosh. And did they get it? No. Oh. <laughs> because the, I mean, so there are old school sellers that are out there that are like, you know what? I kind of want you to walk through the house to see like all of the nooks and crannies mm-hmm. because. The virtual tour, like, as the seller told me, like, you made my house look a lot bigger than what it is. Oh. <laughs> even though it's like... So she didn't want it to be like, oh, they're going to come visit and then three weeks later, and then they're going to be like, gonna oh, wow, apart. this is kind of small. This is a lot smaller. Mm-hmm. This is not what I thought it looked like. Yeah. So with her advice, I've kind of stopped editing the virtual tours mm-hmm. as much as I used to. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you live and you learn. Yeah. And sometimes it is kind of like, I don't know. It makes sense when when you edit it because I think it's like, oh, no, that is if you like it, that is what it looks like. Right. So it's kind of like, OK, but if you don't like it, right. you're going to. So nit- the, I guess I guess the question is for a buyer. And this is what I am always looking for is mm-hmm. when do you remove the rose colored glasses? Mm-hmm. When do when do those come off? And we have like the, you know, the binoculars in <laughs> the microscope. When do we pull those out? Because mm-hmm. that's what we really like. That's how I know you really are like you're really serious about it is when you're looking for things that are wrong. Okay. I like, yeah. Is that a tricky area? Cause if all of a sudden people are start, start nitpicking and are they just kind of putting off this big purchase and you're like, no, you like this house. You're just too afraid to commit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you're like, well, you know, it, it really is a numbers game and it comes down to, do I need to put a ton of money into this and will I get it back out of this purchase? And that is something that only a, that person can answer for themselves because I don't know what they want to do. I don't know what they can do to the house to make it theirs because Mm -hmm. again, we're not that intimate. (laughs) I don't like, I can only help you so far. I can't, I mean, I will give you, I will give you contractor resources. I will give you numbers. I will give you all that information, (laughs) but like, I can't go in and design it for you. I'm not, unfortunately, this is not Chip and Joanna Gaines. I'm so sorry. Um, have you seen John Mulaney's whole thing on real estate agents? I have not. It is so funny. And it's like, he's like, real estate agents are awesome because they're, um, they're helping 
they're helping people make the biggest decision of their life. And the way he says it is obviously way funnier than what I just did. But and he also adds like, I'm missing a big part. Like I'm missing the joke. But anyway. Where can I find this? At? Netflix, I think. Speaking of Netflix. Yes. What have you watched that's good on Netflix? I don't know if I've been watching too much on Netflix recently, actually. Because it's kind of, I feel like I've seen, oh, wait, there's two new things that I started watching. Okay, what are those? So I don't know if they're good yet. The one was, it's a documentary about this girl who died. I mean, you know she died, so that's not right. a spoiler. It's called Why Did You Kill Me? Or, oh, why'd you, is it Why Did You Kill Sarah or something? Or is it Why'd You Kill Me? I think it's Why'd You Kill Me, but okay. it's technically like she's already dead and her basically, her sister has this MySpace account and is trying to figure out who did it. Oh. By like, um getting in on these gangs and stuff and like oh, trying wow. to, yeah it's really interesting and i mean it's it's very interesting on the culture i forget where they're located but their her mom is kind of crazy like she was up she was like on all this meth and stuff earlier in her life and so it's kind of like you're watching and you're trying to root for them but you're like you're kind of you're not helping it like you're not helping the cops or anything and it's yeah. just so it's it's interesting i never finished it and the other one is this thriller on it's with the guy from the the he's like the Falcon in Mar and all the Marvel movies. I forget what it's called. It's like it okay. So basically, these two like surgeons or someone in the health system are seeing these like deaths come through, and they're they realize that they're all connected or something. Again, I like barely started watching it. Um, but those are the two that I'm interested on or interested in in Netflix. Yeah. So yeah, what about you? I started watching You season two. Oh, so good. Because the last time I wa I watched season one a long time mm -hmm. ago. And then Netflix released, like, COVID happened and Netflix released, like, all this good stuff. Mm -hmm. And then, like, now there's been, like, a lull, mm -hmm. you know? Like, yeah. you know, it was, like, Bridgerton and then, like, all the hype for Bridgerton yeah. and then, like, nothing. Yeah. So I was like, oh, we'll circle back around and, like, yeah. get, get caught up on stuff. And I really – it's it's good. So, so far, it's cool. so good. I am like, I cannot wait till season three. Like I, season one, I binge watched within two days. I think maybe even less. Same thing for season two. I was, that that show is so good. And I don't even know how to describe it to people. And also creepy story. Not, I, I won't share that. Um. <laughs> it's like, well, we're not that intimate yet. So we're going to keep that one in the pocket. Well, people don't want to hear that. So you have a, picture right here yes. of a, a lovely trend. living room this is a new trend well maybe it's not new but neutrals i like earth tones you like earth tones i like feeling like that back to nature like mm. like it just reminds me of like oh i live in the country so mm -hmm. i want to be surrounded in nature and that's what it reminds me of i'm mm -hmm. all for it yeah i think so the reason i also like that this is a trend is our house is naturally like this anyway like we have very there's absolute there's basically no color on the walls. They're all like white or a very light, 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 light blue that depending on the lighting looks white sometimes. So I obviously like, cause it's like this trend doesn't justify so I don't have to do anything. I, was, I don't have to do anything. No, I like, I like all of, I like all the lighter stuff. Yeah. Now the thing I will say is that with three kids and two black dogs, nothing like I can't have a white duvet cover. <laughs> it's just we not going to happen. We have one, but it's like, I've had to clean it so many times already because of like little things that happen, whether it's me or the dogs or my husband, something. 
it's and it's fine because like we don't also that would be another thing is like if you are gonna go with like whites don't get like a super expensive one that's gonna be ruined. right so we got like like something from tj maxx that or amazon and we have two that we like go like See, i always do the thing where like if i want to try it out and mm -hmm. i don't want to like you know we progress up to yeah so we started amazon with the cheapest thing possible mm -hmm. but still good reviews of course yeah and then we venture to tj maxx because it lasted more than like a month or something yeah you know <laughs> and then after tj maxx we're like yes i really like this then we invest yeah. <laughs> but normally it's just from tj maxx <laughs> i love tj maxx oh my gosh ava yes we yes tj maxx is solid yes it's funny when you go to like different ones like the one here is pretty good the one back um in my home like in-state college was good there's a few that i've gone to that i'm like oh there's nothing here the one in johnstown <laughs> is like far superior than oh, really? the one in greensburg i'll take you yes okay okay i've only ever been to the one in greensburg yeah i'll take you to the one in johnstown it's far superior oh sweet okay it's a cool. tj maxx and home goods oh well yeah <laughs> yeah much better and it's the same distance to greensburg like it's the same yeah well i'm living i live farther that way it doesn't it doesn't well, matter i mean i mean it's probably only it, taking five minutes yeah, extra yeah at most yeah <laughs> um well thank you guys for joining us for another episode is there anything it's been else fun. no i don't have anything else okay. today we're good okay we can call awesome. it a day <laughs> thank you guys come back soon Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Visit us next week as we do post an episode every week. For more information or to contact us, check us out on Instagram at to the home and beyond. We hope you have an amazing rest of your day.